All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. To Primitive Screwheads Talk Horror. I'm Screwhead Dan. And I'm Screwhead Andrew. And we are here once again to dissect this member and discuss horror movies. Today's horror movie, in lieu of St. Patrick's Day, which at the time of this recording was a few days ago, is going to be the 2018 Leprechaun Origins. Uh, basically, what happened is they heard that Halloween was going to do a reboot uh, or requel that was a direct sequel to the original film with none of the other sequels being mentioned or in the canon. And they decided, you know what, we're going to do that as well. So this is the challenge. Both of those came out in 2018 to the Blumhouse Productions Halloween with, uh, of course, the titular Leprechaun coming on in. Uh, very, very just massive horror movie icon like that i i can't imagine these two being anything but the same weight class anyway andrew how the hell are you doing i'm doing good i do want to correct you uh this is leprechaun returns uh leprechaun origins was the wwe film oh fuck yes uh, that's sorry yes yes look what you did wait no was it you did yeah did i say origins Origins. you you said origins i said origins yes we are talking returns Uh uh-huh how dare you uh but no i'm doing good uh you know things uh I know I said last time that it was getting warmer, but it's, like, so warm out now. It's just great. It's, like, still cold, but, you know, compared to what's going on, it's, it's, it's been great. Um, yeah, you know, I uh, had a great, um, where that day is, what we were just talking about, uh, a great St. Patrick's Day. I got to go to, like, a, a law conference for human resources, and then when I got home, I made the uh, boiled dinner with, you know, the traditional uh, corned beef pictures, yeah. and all that. So, um, you know, pretty, pretty good. How are you doing? How was your, uh, your St. Patrick's Day? Uh, didn't do anything. Uh, so yes, I do want to apologize. I am recovering from like this flu-like sickness and I'm going to blame the return slash origins hiccup on that, even though I definitely have done that before. Um, no, yesterday I, I DM, uh, D and D stuff. Uh, I'm a DM for a bunch of friends and we did a session last night because it's just trying to schedule five different people is always ridiculous. And I'm just like, even though I'm feeling sick, I can't, I can't put this off anymore. And mm. it was a battle and there was a lot of math involved in the entire time. I was just dying. I'm just like, Oh God, I can't do all this. So I was just like, players, please do the math for me. This is the AC. This is the attack. Please go ahead and tell me if it hits or something like that. Uh, but yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of sucks too. Cause like my wife has a weekend deployment for her work and I, was really looking forward to like having some alone time and catching up on like some video games or movies or that sort of thing. And the entire time I was just like on the couch, not moving. And I was just like, yeah. So yeah, but thankfully I'm feeling better today. Feeling good today. Things are good. Other than that. Yeah, it happens. It is what it is. Did you have a chance to uh, play through the resident evil remake yet? The, um, the The demo? demo? Yes, I did. Um, yeah. And I'm really excited about that one. It seems like they are really, uh, the, the scores are really, really high thus far in terms of the reviews that have come on out. I really mm-hmm. like the demo. I liked how they kind of go the original, you know, Resident Evil remake on the GameCube routes. And um, it, not only is it like they're doing the same thing, you know, it's 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 the same story beats and everything like that. But there's a lot of little things here and there that are specifically for fans of the original who played through it a million times. Like I noticed, uh, did you climb the bell tower in the village sequence? Uh, no, not yet. No, I, I've only I only played through it once. I, I'm needing to go back to it. Gotcha. Well, if you climb, you know, how in the original, you could like climb the bell tower and then just kind of like snipe at everyone from there. Or just use the mm. knife on the people walking down the staircase. This time, the floor actually collapses, so you can't use that strategy anymore. Oh, so there's a there's a ton of little things like that. Just being like, oh, I'm gonna do the exact same thing I did in the original. Nope, that's not happening. Um, I, I did notice it, it felt like because uh, I, I used to always I remember I'd go around to the left and then go up a ladder and kind of you know yeah stake out like somewhere um, one of the rooftops but I feel like it took a long time for those guys to put a ladder up for me to use and by that point it was basically already over mm-hmm. um, I, I felt a lot harder honestly I felt like it, it was a lot more difficult um, I feel like the Agreed. knife work is near, isn't as a benefit I feel like I used to, be able to take everybody down with the knife and now it's a lot harder I don't know yeah, because I recently played through the game, like, in the last year, I did the um, the, the Oculus um, VR version, so it, it's very fresh in my mind as well, and yeah, definitely, they nerfed the knife, which I think is going to be very interesting, and honestly, a pretty good thing, because that knife was so overpowered in the original game. Wait, did, did um, you break so. the knife? Because I, I broke it, I didn't realize I could do yep. that. 
Yep, that's like, that's a new thing. That wasn't in the original. So I hated that. I was I was ready to knife some guy, and I was like, oh, I guess I guess this isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see the resource management on that front too. It, it's it's a very weird thing in terms of trying to stick the balance between you know feeling okay with the original because they they still have the cheesy stuff like you can still cap people on their knees and then kick mm. them and that sort of thing, which is great. You know, that's that's still a valid strategy, but this time it's just a lot harder, um, which I'm excited for. So. We'll see how the whole thing turns out, but in terms of the reviews that are coming on through, and I did read a couple spoilers in terms of like what has been changed in terms of the late game and that sort of thing, and I'm pretty excited for the big changes. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I've just been dying this whole past weekend. But that's that. <laughs> just dying. Just okay, dying. Just dying. That's how it goes. Uh, but yeah, anyway, let's get into the movies. So uh, we are going to uh, talk about Leprechaun Return Origins. That's the name of it, right? <laughs> Return, Return Origins. Return Origins, yeah, that's it. Now, this is Leprechaun Returns. Uh, Andrew, you were the one who suggested this movie, so why don't you go ahead and kind of give us your history with it and talk a little yeah. bit about it, I guess. Yeah, so um, so yeah, this, so this is the, let's see, the four, five, six, seven. This is the eighth film in the Leprechaun franchise, right? So it's one, two, three fours in space but in in the hood back to the hood uh and then origins and this one um so yeah so i suggested this just because i think it's one of the ones we haven't done yet um Mm -hmm. and i think it's you know better than doing a random sequel uh because it is kind of like like you mentioned it's the recall it is kind of the uh the bring back of the franchise um i have this i was thinking about i've seen this movie five times now (laughs) 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 so i saw i bought this movie day one when it came out on um voodoo because uh, I'd heard about it. Um, apparently, like, the Leprechaun franchise isn't a franchise that I think I'm, like, into. But then I realize I've keep, I've, like, have a story for every one of these movies that I've seen. <laughs> so uh-huh. I must be. Um, but, yeah, so I, I've seen it five times. Um, I actually really like this movie. I'm not going to, like, I, I don't want to go too far into it. But I, I, I almost feel like we should become the Sci-Fi Channel cast. Because between this and uh, Cheer or Die, I'm just... Sci-fi movies originally really kind of <laughs> just have, have have been opened up my my. I remember these being crap, and I, these two are amazing. Um, but yeah, so uh, Dan, how how was your first experience of this movie? Yeah, definitely. I've actually never seen this one before. Um, like I've seen the original Leprechaun. We did actually an episode on that a while ago, and then we also did Leprechaun Origins as well. Um, and to me personally, it's kind of been like you know the Leprechaun series has always been there. It's always known exactly what it was. Um, and some of the you know, origins kind of did the jeepers creepers out of trying to punch way above its weight class. Uh, this one does not. Um, this one is very ton in cheek, knows exactly what it is. And I, I, I do think it's kind of similar to, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Sherrod on Britain or Die, because I feel it is very similar in that regard in terms of it doesn't try and do anything outside of the mold it has been crafted into. Um, like it, we, we talked about um, in the original Leprechaun podcast uh, when we did that movie, we talked about how it seems like there were a lot of reshoots to go back and make it a little bit more go- gory, like the pogo stick kill. That was very obviously a cutaway, and they could have easily taken it out of the movie. This one kind of leans into that a little bit more by giving it a little bit more gore, but at the same time, you know, kind of giving it that lighthearted killer attitude on that front. Um, so it seems like this movie has really embraced the reputation that the Leprechaun movies have become, whatever that is. Um, but overall, yeah, I, I, really like this movie as well um i mean definitely it's a bad movie like don't get me wrong but it's a good bad movie it's a very entertaining good bad movie um and just like brendan on cheer die it 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 takes a very limited budget very limited everything and just kind of runs with it never tries to be anything that it's not and for that especially for fans of the original i think this is you could do a lot worse than this Uh, so i would recommend it from there uh, but yeah, that's kind of how that goes. Uh, so, what is the premise of this movie then? Yeah, so so like like I mentioned before, so th- there are um, was it there are four? So there's three. So there's five five sequels to this, um, not counting Origins because Origins is you know like a, a reboot essentially, a failed reboot. Um, but this movie basically um, goes back um, and makes it so that. Um, it's a direct sequel to number two, which theoretically mm-hmm. could still work in the Leprechaun universe because there was kind of a back and forth about whether or not the Leprechaun in... Um, so two and three are the same Leprechaun. We know that because they um, there's a carryover from them. And then um, I believe... And then we know the, the um, Back to the Hood ones are the same. So it is theoretically possible that this is the same Leprechaun, that like that both 
movies could be the same. So let the Leprechaun from Leprechaun 1 and then the Leprechaun from the sequels could be different Leprechauns. So this could actually be canon with the rest of them as well, which is cool. Um, but it is it But is didn't kind of you... Bit, like, you didn't you see didn't you see the last Leprechaun movie though where they collected the seven pieces of gold um, and they ended up being like the infinity pieces of gold and basically used that to reset time to go back to the past. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of yes, here. that was that Please. was that was that's a hundred percent canon. So technically, yes, I'm gonna you know put on my um, redditor goggles at this point. Why did I go with goggles? I don't know. Yeah, um, get, get goggles out of here. Yes. Uh, actually, well, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, continue. Um, but anyway, so um, so this is a direct sequel to the original, and basically it takes place, I think, 25 years after the original, um, and it follows um, a young girl who's going, a college student who's going uh, to visit her sorority, who um, have basically, like, uh, rented out, Lila. kind of purchased purchased a house. Um, Lila was her name, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. so it follows Lila, who's, who's going to, um, to jo- who's joined the sorority, and basically the sorority bought this, this property, and they, they had kind of had this summer project to make it, like, a self-sufficient house um, and that house actually ends up being the house um, from the first leprechaun movie that um, Jennifer Aniston and her father buy um, so they so she goes there to do that and so there's a couple of sorority sisters there um, and then while they're there she runs into Ozzy from the first movie as well who is the um, the, the man who they, they imply has some kind of mental handicap um, mm-hmm. and basically he's the dim-witted um, but lovable sidekick exactly and so in the first movie he actually ends up swallowing a piece of gold and that's part of the um the fear, that's part of why they're afraid of the Leprechaun. Leprechaun knows the gold's inside of him, basically says he's going to rip Ozzy open to get to it. And in this movie, um, Ozzy uh, at one point um, interacts with a well where the Leprechaun fell down, and uh, the well explodes uh, green juice into his mouth, which then when that green juice meets, which is the Leprechaun's blood, is supposed to be, when that meets with, with the, um, when it meets with the uh, gold in his stomach, the Leprechaun revives and then proceeds to um, stalk and uh you know kill these college students um mm-hmm. and kind of a spoiler but not really um it is revealed that um lila is actually jennifer aniston's daughter um so she has she kind of has heard from about the leprechaun from her mother uh and uh, who unfortunately has passed uh, in the context of this film um and yeah it's uh, I, I, you know, I think i think it's a very basic concept um it's a very simple story but um i think it does a really good job with it and like you said before you know it's, it's kind of just like a fun sit back and watch film um mm-hmm. You know, it's what you expect from these movies, but I almost think it's more pure than the other ones because I feel like the other Leprechaun movies, while there were some great gimmicks, like the number two, there's a scene where a guy basically tries to make out the lawnmower because Leprechaun charms him into thinking it's the girl that he likes. Great mm-hmm. scene. Awesome. Um, but it does feel like those ones are a lot just kind of like Leprechaun goes around in their gimmicks. But I feel like this movie did a good job of kind of creating a cohesive story where they dealt with Leprechaun's kills within it. So it kind of met both. You know, it wasn't a complicated plot, but it was a serviceable plot with some good kills along the way. Um, so I really kind yeah. of appreciate that that step back they took. Yeah, definitely. And this is definitely one thing I liked a lot better than Leprechaun Origins, which was just a shit movie all around. Um, but this one, the Leprechaun itself, they have fun with it. Like when the movie mm-hmm. started off, honestly, they did the whole thing of just like the big dramatic shot of the house from the original movie ooh, <laughs> and just like oh referencing the well from the original movie ooh, and like trying to make this all big and dramatic and i remember thinking to myself oh god is it gonna be one of those things that like places a lot of onus on all of these parts and memories from a fucking leprechaun movie but uh, no they, they they clearly once ozzy comes into the picture basically and they start dealing with him i'm just i was just thinking all right yeah this is going to be the same kind of lighthearted romp that the previous movies were and i kind of like that um characters are very basic very easy to understand very easy to see uh kind of get their sense of personality um yeah, yeah, and I was just I overall I think they nailed the tone pretty well. Once again, it was lower budget, but at the same time, it was you know filled with a lot of hearts, and it definitely respected the source material. Not that you know this is some grand series or anything like that. Again, it's the fucking, fucking Leprechaun series. It's tiny little Leprechaun played by uh, you know Warwick Davis. Uh, not in this film, but in the original. Yeah, you know, going around and killing a bunch of people by jumping on them with pogo sticks and that sort of thing. <laughs> so well, at the same time making limericks and jokes and that sort of thing so this is not you know a very dramatic or a serious movie series but it is they did a good job sticking to the tone of the original on that run mm-hmm. and yep. so speaking of which um what did you think about it? so i know a lot of people obviously with um origins a lot of people really hated the fact that it was no longer uh you know our traditional leprechaun 
how do you feel about, you know, in this one we do have our traditional kind of, you know, hat and buckles, shoes and whatnot, Leprechaun. Uh, but, you know, played by a different actor. Um, what did you think about the um, the Leprechaun in this film and, like, the actor who portrayed him? Yeah, no, I thought it was great. Um, so apparently Warwick Davis, um, he, when this movie came out in 2018 or started filming, uh, he was a little bit... Um, apprehensive about storing in more horror movies just because he has children at this point and he was like raising a family and he was just thinking to himself I really don't want to be type locked into you know the leprechaun again I want to go on to do something else or at the very least you know something outside of acting Um, so that's the biggest reason as to why he didn't come back according to the little bit of research I did online Uh, so they got uh, Lyndon Porco um, as the leprechaun for this one and I think he did an amicable job like obviously you know not as good as Warwick Davis because Warwick just killed it in that role as he does in most things he does Uh, but I feel like he did pretty well I liked how joking it was I I love the end credit scene uh, with the chicken truck and everything like that that was fantastic Um, that was just kind of came out of nowhere just that that really was the perfect cap capstone to the movie in terms of the ridiculousness of this franchise and like how it ended up on. Um, so yeah, I I think he did a fairly good job. How about you? Yeah, I'm the same boat. Like I actually, I really like it. Like I, again, obviously it's you know it's not. I think it's hard because Warwick Davis defined that previous character. But like you know, if we'd started with this guy, I would be just as happy. Like I I think this yeah. this guy really leaned into it. Really had a lot of fun. You could tell that he was like expressive and like i know his voice was different a little bit more high-pitched but i kind of almost you know it was this idea that he was being rebirthed anyway so even talk you know they make they they point out he's like oh look look i have a new face haha like you know they point that out but like i don't know, i think it makes sense and i think it's it's fun the way that uh you know that they kept in the parts where he um doesn't quite know what's going on at times it, they do kind of have some weird scenes where he, he like you know does hammer time and stuff which again makes sense because the first mm-hmm. movie was in the 80s he knew that reference slightly um, yeah, and I kind of but, just pause there for a second because yeah. that, that's another thing. Like, they, the movie constantly makes references in terms of the leprechaun has been at the bottom of this well for 20 years. And there's a whole bunch of jokes about just like, oh, you know, cars have really gotten a lot bigger since the original, uh, since, yeah. uh, you know, I was last, or like, you know, oh, that's a really updated Walkman or something like that. Yeah. Little stuff like that is fantastic. I really did enjoy that. Mm. But I, yeah, I just thought he brought a great character to it. And I thought, like, I don't know, it, it seemed like, I. I think there were times when Warwick Davis kind of posed a little bit at times or when like, you know, they were kind of like, where they, you know, they kind of leaned back into the horror side of it and he was kind of creepy. But I feel like this one, they never, they never fronted like he was creepy. He was always just, I don't know, kind of there, this little dude popping around. And I, I, know, mm-hmm. I liked it. I, like, like you said, like, you know, they kind of embraced who this character was, um, but also didn't make him kind of the joke that he became in, um, in like, uh, back to the hood in them. Like, I feel like they, he became a little bit more ridiculous. So I liked that he was, I don't even match. Like, I I prefer this uh, Leprechaun over a lot of what we see in the later sequels. Yeah. Um, he was so. just, I think the biggest thing was just he was fun to watch. Yeah. Like, he was still menacing. He wasn't scary, but, like, he was menacing, and it was just fun. Just mm-hmm. every time he was on screen, I was just like, all right, this is, I, I'm entertained. This is great. Really, really like it. And the actor who played him, I listened to a mini interview uh, with him, and he just seemed really excited to be there. He seemed like really like he seemed like like he felt a little. I guess like I'm pretty sure he's new to acting. I know he's in that um, Cult of Chucky movie. Uh, I think he played like you know obviously probably one of Chucky's. Um, but um, I think it, it just seemed like he was really like excited to be there and really excited for the opportunity and like was really like kind of I think hoping that there'd be more of these. I think he really had a fun time with it. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of sad that they haven't continued it yet. I think that. This movie definitely, I, I don't think it, again, I think it didn't do very well, partly because it was a sci-fi movie, partly because Will yeah. Davis wasn't involved. But I think that this could easily be, like, you know, this could be a Scream 5. This could be a pop back into the series, you know, obviously without the same acclaim. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, I know, I, I thought he was great. Uh, but what do you think of uh, our main ca- uh, cast of Lila? Uh, Lila herself, I thought, was pretty bland, pretty boring. I didn't like that they all went with the whole... You know, oh, she's crazy. Well, she's not crazy, but everyone thinks she's crazy. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, I didn't like that they went with the whole, oh, Jennifer Aniston's character, which apparently they attempted to get back in for this movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was going to be a cameo or not, but obviously by this point she was... She has her friend syndication money, which is way beyond fuck you money. And she's like, no, absolutely not. And I I always got the sense that Jennifer Aniston doesn't really have any sort of affinity for these Leprechaun movies. It was just something she did to start off her career. Um, I could be wrong, 100%, but that's just kind of 
unlike a lot of other actors or actresses who are just like, yeah, I would love to go back to these movies because I really enjoyed them. Jennifer Aniston, I feel, has always been like, yeah, it was just a movie I did at the beginning of my career to kind of, you know, get the bills paid. And I really don't ever want to go back to it. And I honestly don't blame her for that, <laughs> like if I was in her position. Um, but in terms of uh, Lila, yeah, I felt overall she did an okay job. Um, in terms of the actors that were really good, I liked the character of Meredith. I think she did a pretty decent job of being that smarmy, you know, kind of um, fuck you, drug, druggy sort of thing. Um, I also think uh, who is like the, the 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 sorority mother Rose, the one. Oh, Rose, like, I love Rose. Yeah, yeah, she was great. Um, I thought she did a really good job as kind of being like the protective, you know good person of the group of the girls and that sort of thing too and i loved her bickering with meredith back and forth that was really nice um yeah other than that i think across the board the acting oh of course you know ozzy came back and that definitely does seem like someone who really wanted to be back and really enjoyed being back and i'm very glad he got a lot more screen time than i initially thought at the beginning um Mm -hmm. so that was pretty cool but yeah other than that across the board um yeah that's i guess that's my opinion on that one how about you I, I actually really like the cast. I, I thought Lila was great. I've again I've seen this a lot of times, like more than I really should. Um, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I really like the cast. Um, I thought they all did a great job. Like I, I, Meredith always gives me the the vibe of um, who's that actress that used to be married to Chris Pat, Pratt. Ooh, no um, idea. Who was she's in scary movie movies? Uh, uh, Anna Ferris. Yeah, Anna, she always reminds me of Anna Ferris a lot. Like I feel like this was, it was really I don't this, see it. This this would have been Anna Ferris's role. Well, have you ever seen the movie um, Smiley Face? No. Oh, it's basically it's the movie is about Anna Faris, uh, who eats all of her friends' weed, and the entire movie is her trying to go on a on a journey to get more weed. Is the entire mm. story <laughs> while she's baked out of her mind? Um, so that's gotcha. that so might be partially that Kumar. might be one. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's like her is. acting like that character. Like I. Gotcha. I that's what I thought, but um, I don't know. I, yeah, like you said, I liked her a lot. I thought I liked Lila because I thought like I thought all the characters in this were smart. Like nobody really did anything super dumb. Yeah. And I thought that was great, and I thought like even you know the one and like you know Rose was smart. Like she was. Like, Rose was somebody who clearly was, like, you know, trying to, like, well, very uh, anxious type A personality. Like you said, kind of the house mother. And then, um, I can't remember, what was her other character's name? I'm so bad for forgetting her name. Uh, Katie. What was the... Rose. Katie, yeah. Yeah, Katie, yeah. Katie and her and her, and her, uh, her ex-boyfriend, who, like, I liked the dynamic between them where you got the impression that Katie was really smart and really capable. But then when she, that her boyfriend really kind of exploited her and made her feel like, you know, kind of made mm-hmm. her uh, act out in different ways. Which I thought was really interesting, and I like, and you know, Katie's, uh, you know, ingenuity is what like really saved them a couple times. Um, so I like that, and uh, you know, I think it was, it was, it was interesting, and I thought it was funny that like the two guy characters in it were one of them was was like the uh, you know there, there's obviously the douchebag boyfriend, but then there's the quote unquote nice guy who just had zero personality, and I thought that mm-hmm. was kind of like a fun, like obviously. I, I, like I, that could be people that could be bad writing, but I also kind of liked it because it kind of made that idea like no, it's not even about them. Like uh, Lila's character isn't like obviously they set it up as if him and Lila are gonna have a thing, but it's, at the end it's like no, this, she just met this guy. It doesn't actually matter. We're not gonna force some weird romance in here. Yeah, um, and I I, I, I like that as well. I also liked too how there wasn't a turn heel because I fully expected him to turn heel by the very end and like be a douchebag or something like that. But no, he was a genuinely good character the whole th- way through. So I was just like, yeah, that's not bad. I like that. Yeah. So let's hop into uh, them kills. Uh, yeah, sure, any... absolutely. Uh, and I guess this will be spoiler territory at this point. I mean, uh, again, oh, yeah. there's not much of a plot, but yeah. Uh, we both like this movie. We would recommend saying it. Just kind of know what you're getting into. Anyway, spoiler territory. I'm suddenly going to start with the solar panel. <laughs> was that the first kill? What, what about Ozzy? Oh, no, wait. No, even uh, before. Oh, Ozzy. Wait, was Ozzy. Ozzy. What do you think about Ozzy's death when the leprechaun chest burst out of him? Yeah, that was great. And I love how they made the comment, too, about, like, you know, Papa or something like that. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah, again, that that's one thing that just I love about this movie is just the leprechaun. They really nailed the whole limerick and the leprechaun talking shit to their victims. That sort of thing. It was it was fantastic. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ghost Ozzy hanging around after was kind of funny too. <laughs> yes, when Ghost Ozzy showed up, I was just like, yes, I'm so glad that the actor got some more screen time. This is wonderful. Um, and I, I also love too because this movie has a lot of moments like that where Lila is talking to Ghost Ozzy and Ghost Ozzy is trying to like mimic with hand motions exactly what happened and how they killed the leprechaun last time and we yeah. as the viewers know exactly what he's describing because it's just like okay yeah, you put him in the well that sort of thing and then Lila goes I have no, I, I have no idea what the fuck you just said <laughs> like, yes. there's so or many she... little jokes like that and I love it 
when she gives him saran wrap to like keep his entrails in. Like, <laughs> yeah, that out. was great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, again, so that that's that that's the kind of the mood of this movie um overall. And the more they leaned into it like that, the more I appreciated and liked it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, now that that the, the chest burst out, like at first I was sad, I was just like, Oh, Ozzy, you know, I'm glad he survived the first movie, but this one not there. But now he's a happy little ghost, so I'm okay with that. Um Yeah. Well yeah. I, I th- other than they, they didn't just bring him back to kill him, but they actually tied in that him coming back, that he had to die for the, for the leprechaun to come back because he had the gold. So, yeah. like, I thought that was, like, that was, like, a very, like, you know, it, it's not just, hey, look, it's Ozzy. It's, hey, Ozzy, it's Ozzy, and he's actually key to the plot of this movie, uh, mm-hmm. which I thought was Picks great. It you know, like, like it, it's not, like, you know, I gotta say, again, not only, you know, I know that they, they were, you know, coming in to take over the uh, the um, the Halloween requel, but what they really did, I think, is I think that they they beat out the Scream requel because they brought back a, a, a legacy character and made them integral to the plot uh, mm-hmm. and didn't just kill them off randomly, you know? It was, yeah. it was, you know, so take that, Scream. But also, they also had <laughs> ghost visions of of a previous character from the franchise who gave them advice and helped them out, the main character out. Hmm. Hmm. And the main <laughs> character was also a legacy character who was the child of one of the main characters from the first movie. Hmm. It's almost like Scream 5 ripped off Leprechaun <laughs> Returns. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? I'm just saying, just tossing that out there. Oh, you know? gosh. Yeah, seems, 100%. Oh, seems like that's, man. That's exactly what seems like Scream 5 really just ripped it off. Ah, uh-huh, man. Everything keeps coming back to Leprechaun. There we go. It really does. Leprechaun is, yeah. is a trendsetter. I mean, yep. a trend, those, those shorts, trendsetter. Mm-hmm. Um which, which did not make it, did not make it come back. Though actually, in listening to the interview, the actress who played Lila did say apparently that they were like trying to make. Uh, I guess they wanted to make them kind of seem like a, a connection between them. They they said that Jennifer Aniston's character apparently had nice like fun socks, so they gave Lila's character fun socks. Should have been the shorts. Should have been, been the shorts. Fucking, what, <laughs> what the fuck? Like fun socks? I heard that and I was like, are you are you shitting me? <laughs> like, like, who thinks about it? Like, Jennifer, there is a Facebook page that I did not make about Jennifer Aniston shorts. I remember that. Yep. <laughs> but there is—I've never heard anybody talk about her socks. I think <laughs> if she had worn some weird ass shorts and somebody made fun of her, or, or you know, not even the same shorts, but just you know, she had her own weird patched up shorts, that would have been mm-hmm. a great callback. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just saying that would have been great. Or it would have been funny if the Black was like, "Oh, I know it's you by the shorts." I don't know. You know, yeah, or like, oh, your mother had better short fashion choices. I don't know, something like that. that I 100 percent agree. I was waiting for the shorts to have a callback, and I think that was the best thing they could have done. But unfortunately, they did not. But uh, yeah, shame. You um, win some, you lose some. Sad. Uh, but then the, the, the other great kill, or, or I guess next kill, but I think I, I, I like all the kills in this movie. I'm, I'm going to say that flat out. Yeah, but the I, mailbox I agree. death. Uh-huh. Mailbox death. Oh yeah, great. yeah. I forgot about the mailbox death. Yeah, no, the mailman. He's picking up the mail and like. The leprechaun is inside the mailbox or something like that. Yeah. Or he like projects his voice in there, um, and basically like he puts the mailbox on top of the mailman's head, just stretches it out, and then the mailman dives on down into the floor as he's trying to get this mail out, and uh, then he gets run over by the truck. Like that. That was a good. That was a good kill too. I like that. Because it, it was like you know it wasn't like horrific, but it is like kind of gr- like you know like you get your head pulled in there, then you just get ran over and smushed. Like yeah. I liked it because it was a good amount of gore. It was still kind of you know gross and like but also was like gimmicky like you know he's he i think he pretended to be a cat or something inside he made like a meow noise so the guy looked inside and grabbed his head like that's that's the perfect way of showing the leprechaun he's like funny but he's also kind of gruesome like mm-hmm. perfect um and then yeah and then you mentioned uh the the ex-boyfriend getting his head or getting cut in half with the um <laughs> yes. uh solar panel that was great especially because that would never happen those definitely are oh no 100 percent. that was that um, was very clearly someone on the production team saw 13 ghosts a long time yes. ago and they're just like we, we have to it, it's basically like the exact the doorway kill from 13 ghosts where the door shuts and like bisects the person in half um like there's the front half and the back half basically but it's like this big like three inch thick solar panel so it just it looks ridiculous what, uh, and I like, how, I like how they set it up earlier because the um is it Kate, katie is that the his girlfriend uh Catherine? katie uh, uh, katie, i think yes katie yeah uh-huh. so like when they, so they're part of this renovation is they're installing these solar panels and you know again katie is the engineer we realize uh and she is doing it correctly she's uh, i think she's she's putting the screws at an angle so they don't slide and she tells the boyfriend like hey stop drilling down like that they're, it's not gonna be that's not stable it's not gonna hold so when they fall down it's actually because he did a fuck he was because he, he fucked up doing it he didn't listen to her mm-hmm. he told that i actually didn't so, notice that 
that I'm was pretty it. good. I did not notice that. that. That's pretty cool. I like and, that. Uh, that's what happens when you watch the movie five times, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, Got four more times to go. Also, the, the we're going to see when we watch it the sixth time. I mean, who knows? But the, the scene, the scene too, right before that, where the um, the leprechaun's dancing, or like I don't, he's like, I don't know, cartoonily running on that weird. Uh, is it like a rabbit trap? What is that? That weird mesh thing that he's on? That he, like they're throwing back. He throws at leprechaun, and the leprechaun throws it back at him. I can't remember what that. Thing yeah, is. I don't remember that. But is he? I know what you're talking about. Um, anyway, so what's the next kill after that? Because next kill, next kill has got to be the girl. Uh, it's got to be Meredith, right? Uh, it's either that one or the drone kill. I think the drone kill was before then. Um, but then Meredith um, with the irrigation system. That was great. And then, yeah. And then uh, Rose or whatever her name was at the very, very end that falls on top of the trophy in a oh. scene very reminiscent of the ash versus the middle, little ashes from uh, Army of Darkness, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah, I... No, overall, I just, I really did enjoy a lot of the kills in this movie. I thought they were all very creative. They were all a lot of fun to watch. Um, and just, again, the leprechaun itself making the limericks and dancing around, you know, saying, oh, I must kill to get me power back. Ha ha ha. It was fantastic. I really liked that. Well, I liked the, um, I, I liked that, like, so many people, like, I don't know, like, so many kids, like, you know, you think about it too, like, in, in the kind of a modern generation, you'll see this little, like, you know, people aren't going to, like, they kind of play to the fact that you aren't really going to think of, like, when you see the leprechaun, you're not going to think, oh, it's a little leprechaun. They're just like, who's this little dude? And they want to take selfies mm-hmm. with it and stuff because they just don't take it seriously. Um, yes. That like, <laughs> makes a lot of sense because I feel like, you know, in, in a lot of other movies, the, the, the trope was always that people would seem like, oh, who are you, little guy? And, like, you know, big muscly men, like, kind of trying to flex on him. And I guess that I like that the updated version of that is people just not taking him seriously, but, like, not, like, you know, trying to push him around because, you know, it's, we're not, it's no longer, like... You know, we're not we're not at a place in uh, our culture where if you saw somebody who's like small, you know, it's not pro- obviously we recognize the society. It's not appropriate to make fun of them. So instead yeah. of that, the kids instead of doing that, instead of that being the joke, the, the jokes that the kids are like, you know, not afraid of him at all and like take pictures with them. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I thought that, that was that was a fun little touch. Yeah, um, I do. I do agree with that too. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. What else do we want to talk about with this one? Oh, I mean, uh, the, the one-liners are amazing in this movie. Oh, uh, so good. Yes, 100%. Like I said before, the... Uh, oh, gosh. I don't remember what I said. I'm sorry. I'm still kind of feeling a little bit woozy. Um, no, no. From the sickness and the flu and everything like that. But yeah, just the one-liners, the the limericks, just everything is really good. Well, were, were, were some really good ones that they put it forward. Well, so uh, a really dumb one is Light's Camera Dead, when, uh, which is what he says when he um, when he kills... Uh, the guy with the the, the uh, drone that was really dumb, but uh, mm-hmm. I will say it. The guy with the drone, he had no fucking plan. They they they, they run out of there. They, they go yes. into the woods. Meredith runs away and dies. They run back, and the guy's like, "I'll stall him," and he decides to try stalling him with his drone, which then he gets his throat cut. Uh, he just waits, lets uh-huh. himself get killed. The worst. He kill, just was honestly. really proud of that drone. Like that was basically his entire thing. Like he sleeps with that drone. I'm thinking. So did he also look like poor man's Michael Fassbender to you? He looked yeah, like I could see that. Like if Michael had Fassbender had a child, he didn't really want to talk about. I think that's mm-hmm. him. He's like, "Yep, yep, get out of here. I'm not too good for you." Um, but I so so there so one of the one of the great one liners is uh uh is when um they're they're killing so but one of the, one of the plans they come up with is they have this this um this water pump to pump the water out of the basement because it keeps flooding, uh, and they have this idea basically to um, fill the uh, basically implode the no explode I don't know what you call it fill fill the leprechaun up with um, four leaf clover juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and when, and when she sho- when Lila shoves it into his mouth, she says, um, "One shamrock shake coming up," and then she like stuffs yes. it in his mouth, and he's like, "Fuck!" I wish somebody was here to hear that. <laughs> like, which I, I like. I like that self awareness that, that she gives a one liner, and it's just like, uh-huh. "Fuck." Um, I also like I also, too what um, he's being a, Lila's being attacked in the closet, and then like stabs the leprechaun with the shoe, and the leprechaun like gets really really concerned about her leaving the shoe behind, just feel like yeah. oh why that's that's very improper. These are very nice shoes. Why would you handle it like that? And just like slowly stacks it up, and then like cleans off his own shoe and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, uh, when, he, when he throws the Crocs away because he's, he's yes. washing all the shoes, and he throws the Crocs yes. in the trash. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, the, the 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 best line though is so. Um, so unfortunately, you know, after Rose dies because of the Evil Dead scene, which again I loved Rose. I'm so sad she died. I thought she was great because she was. Rose took a fucking like hammer to the chest. Rose was a boss. Rose was like yep. taking out little dudes left and right. Uh, really unfortunate that she that she died. Uh, I would have loved to see her survive. But um, so this happens. Uh, Rose dies, um, and when they're um, basically they they decide to try to electrocute uh, the um, 
the leprechaun using uh, like these wires. I think it's Katie who does it because he's standing the gold and the gold's the conductor. So again, show him that she's smart. And they also put a really, at one point they didn't make a ring of uh, iron around her, which with him, which is cool. But um, they're there when they're escaping, he grabs her leg and she turns on and says, yeah, eat a dick ass baggins. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. <laughs> what a great uh, line. What a so great good. line. So um, I also really liked it. Oh, fuck. I forgot exactly what I was thinking. Oh, no, the whole scene where uh, they're, they're getting away in the car and then they're just like, I think, um, you know, they're escaping. And then they turn around the leprechauns in the backseat between the two of them, like in uh, Kung Fu Hustle. And oh, they're yeah. just like, I think we got away from him. Well, because you know, he's in the front. Isn't he sitting on like, the console? That's the way, I, I feel like he's Something sitting like that, yeah. in the front. Which okay, just, like, yeah, in the what? front, yeah. But he's in the car and it's just yeah. like ridiculous. It's just like, I think we got away from him. It's just like, it's perfect. I love it. But do you it see, was, at, at one point when they're driving away, I don't know if it's because, um, what's her name's high? If, because Meredith's high. But when she's driving the car away, it's so fucking slow. And I feel like... Because I, I part of the joke he makes is that it's electric, and he's like, the car, the feature, eh? And it's like, but I don't know, I'm like, is, is it because it's electric he's driving really slow? Or is oh, no, it Meredith like... does say something like she's drunk or high or something like that oh, okay, at that okay. moment. So right. she she yeah. does say that. Uh-huh. Right. That's, why I, yeah. that's why I assume that. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because I, I do like <laughs> that, that, like, you know, they, they literally just kind of coast away. It's like they weren't, it's like they put it in drive, but they put their, their foot on the gas pedal, so it just, like, rolls away slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that was good. Um yeah, I don't like. I, I, hmm. I think pretty sure we've gone over most. I did like that. Um, that they brought back. Uh, that fool. Like, I don't know. They brought it back. I thought they maybe they did, but like that fool's gold burns him. So like, yeah, because uh, it's a uh, it's an it's a uh, iron um, alloy or is it alloy? What's what, maybe it's not alloy? What's the word? Um, I think it's just compound? like cold iron or stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So like I like that. It's like you know because he's a fairy. So like they, at one point you know they surround him with um, iron so he can't move, which is clever. Like it just it felt like this was one of those ones where like. Because a lot of times I feel like what happens in the, in the Leprechaun movies is that the plot is usually somebody comes across the gold, uses the gold for something, or, you know, the gold gets sold or something, or, you know, a rich businessman has it. And then usually it follows not the person who stole it, but usually somebody close by as they kind of go around and try to solve it. And, you know, they, they run from the Leprechaun every which way, and they try to figure out how to beat him. But I feel like in this one, they really kind of are very proactive in how they try to take the Leprechaun down. Like, yeah, they run away from him, but it's more just because they're where they are. Like, I feel like... Uh, I don't know, it's a lot more like the first one where it's more them fighting back against him than it is them just running away. And I think, mm-hmm. I think in the first one, it's a lot more running away. They run to the hospital, they run back, they try to find the origin. And here, like, no, no, we'll, we'll just fucking try to take him down. I, I like that. Like, you, like they, you know, obviously they were scared of him, but they also acknowledge that he's like, you know, like a two foot thing that he can just kind of like kick. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. You know? And that's why no, I kind of like good. the idea that like the closer he gets to his goal, you know, the more powerful his powers become, and he's got like telekinetic powers and that sort of thing. And it's been a while since I saw the original. Was that in the original as well, or? I do think that they imply that he needs his gold for his power. Um, mm-hmm. That like, yeah, the more gold he gets, because yeah, because I, I, I was surprised though, because I feel like they almost do like a uh, Freddy thing where he has to kill the mailman to get more power, which I don't remember him killing I being a thing. Do but he tried remember to him saying him. something like, you know, the more people I kill, the more my power grows, or something like that, or killing gives me my power. I do distinctly remember some sort of limerick. Yeah, I don't know because cause, yeah, because he tries to stab her, he tries to like shoot that pitchfork at her, and it doesn't doesn't work out too well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, oh no, I'm not powerful enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I and, I and I do like them in this one. So like in the first one, also that you know they go into the city and they um and the first one you know the, I forget who it is. Somebody goes and tries to like, you know get the gold of praise. I mean Jennifer Aniston, and then he goes and kills him. That's when the pogo stick takes place. But in this yeah. one, uh, Rose has already sold it. <laughs> like, Rose found it a long time ago. Found the gold, sold it off to to pay for what they're doing here. And I, I love that she's like she's like oh you know I, I was gonna I was gonna buy it all back. I was gonna I was gonna pay them like she she did it like to as a means to an end and again it was like it wasn't like this selfish desire like i'm gonna buy all this stuff for myself she's like no no i, I bought yeah. it back and then i was keeping track of it so i could pay it back later <laughs> like yeah I liked, it was basically I a um just trying to uh uh like a like a interest-free loan sort of thing so yeah you know. I, I thought that was good i thought that, like, I, I just really like the characters with this i thought they were like it, again it's just like cheer or die where i thought there weren't any like just jerk characters and like what a weird thing that these sci-fi movies just have these characters who just aren't assholes like obviously like the um you know the two the two guys weren't super well fleshed out, but I almost think that the jerk guy was fleshed out enough in the sense that he like we saw him as a manipulator, like he was this manipulator who just kind of like took advantage of Kate or Catherine, whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was that was no characterization for him. The tech guy really wasn't fleshed out at all, but I'm glad that they. I'd rather have him be the way he was than be a romantic lead. Um, so I, it's yeah, just definitely. weird that, that sci-fi is one that's doing this because I feel like yeah, so yeah. many movies could could benefit from this from their, yeah definitely whatever they're doing. 
and then also just like female friendships and that sort of thing too because that was another thing that with Brandon on Cheer or Die that was uh, pretty like positive female friendships this movie also has that in spades too so yeah I enjoyed that I enjoyed that yeah it was just kind of very much empowerment on that front um, <laughs> yeah so then I guess my next question for you is why isn't there a sequel for this because <laughs> well, unfortunately I... this movie was a sci-fi movie and those never do well basically if you're the sci-fi channel and you don't do anything that's battlestar galactica or the expanse related it is just not happening um so yeah like, sci-fi channel did expanse i thought that yeah. was amazon nope uh so sci-fi channel did the first three seasons and then they declined to continue it and then jeff bezos personally liked the series so much that he reached out and said hey we'll buy it and then seasons four through six were made by amazon Oh, look at that. Yep. Look at yep. that. Jeff, I mean, maybe Jeff Bezos really likes Leprechaun, too. Maybe that will happen. Yeah. I, I mean, hope I so, gosh. It. They, it could be the know. second good thing he's ever done, so. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think how to pitch it to him. They both love gold. Him and <laughs> both love gold. <laughs> they both love gold. I mean, they both, they've both been to space. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> they both, you know, if he, if, he, if he wants to take a little bit more inspiration from uh, Origins, you know, they're both bald and kind of creepy. So you know, uh, there we go. I think I think you know they probably have a lot in common. I we mean, got I could, going I could on see there. him like limericks, you know. Um, I could see it working out very well for him. Um, Based you know, on, let's both, go for it. I, I, yeah, I mean, I think that needs to happen. Like honestly, I'm, I really kind of hope. Like I know it doesn't have the same. I always kind of consider this and Chucky to be, um, you know, of the same ilk. Obviously, I think Chucky I uh, had a better run i think that you know the movies its sequels and stuff had a better budget kind of better continuity but i i always i don't know i i, I always kind of i'm hoping that one day maybe they will do like what they're doing with chucky where they're doing um the tv Maybe show because the tv stuff, show for yeah. chucky is actually really great it's, it's it's good i've only watched the first season and a half um but it's you know it's good to continue the story and i think a leprechaun could do that really well too i think i would love to see them um kind of you know uh, develop that more because i think you know, it, it's obviously a very basic concept, but he's just such a fun character. He's that charismatic character that, you know, even if they got this actor, whoever the guy was for this movie and not World Davis, they could really have fun with it. Um, I forget what his name is, but, like, you know, they can even kind of tie some origin history into him. They, they made up a little, I think in Leprechaun 2 or is it 3, they, they did kind of harken back to his previous life. No, actually, maybe it was, was that all the way back in 4? Was that 4 where where he had, they did the flashback to him wanting a wife or something? can't remember. Anyway, um you know, I, th- I think they could develop and have fun with it. I would love to see it happen. Um, or, or, you know, actually, or just expand it into it. I would love for him to join Dead by Daylight at some point. That'd be, I think that's, <laughs> Dead <laughs> that by Daylight is dying funny. right now. He'd be a great character. He could, you know, you could collect tokens, you could, and you could collect, you could collect uh, gold pieces that maybe expose you to the killer, but also give you some kind of boon advantage as you go around. You know, he's, he has a small height, you know, he'd be like running on his baby in the game. It'd be great. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you, what, if you were if you were to want a sequel to this, Dan, what would where that sequel go? Would you want it to be? I is honestly, I could see this working in pretty much any setting as long as they keep the jokes fresh, the tongue and cheekness good, and just again keep the same tone as this movie. I I, I would watch three, four more movies like this one on that front. I really this this is this is kind of a series that you can kind of play somewhere ever, and I feel that it would adapt pretty well to a lot of stuff. Um, hmm. good old leprechaun chaos all over I definitely think it would be somewhere more populated where he has like more people to interact with and work with and that sort of thing too like in a big city I guess which uh, hey hey Scream 6 ooh maybe they'll steal that idea I don't know I mean I mean, leprechaun 2 was, uh, or was it 3 that was Las Vegas I mean uh, that's true but no yeah you're right I think I think leprechaun in New York would be great I think there'd be a lot of funny jokes about him being a street performer or something like that or people giving him change I think that happens actually at one point in uh, in 2 or 3 as well uh, yeah, no, that'd be great. I see. I, I almost would love for them. You know, I think a logical place for them to go as well uh, would be kind of to pull an origins and actually have them go back to Ireland or something. That'd be kind of a fun thing. Um, mm-hmm. Or actually, and I think another thing, a cool thing too would be to bring in other kind of like Faye and other like you know characters like that. Um, you know, other mythical creatures. I think that could be a way to expand it at times. Maybe you know have some other kind of lore going on with it too. Um, it's always is weird that I think in the later sequels he's living out of a tree in the middle of like Las Vegas or something like that. You're like, mm-hmm. what? That's that's a little <laughs> weird. Uh, okay, um, but you know, go back to the origins because you know I think in the beginning of one he comes back from Ireland with the gold that the um, the old man does. So that implies that the gold was originally in Ireland, right? So maybe go back to there and have that 
have the actual Leprechaun origins, or, you know, have maybe uh, whatever. I forget. I used to know his name. I used to know what Leprechaun's name was. They have him go back. Yeah, that, that could be kind of fun. Uh, you know, maybe there'd be, a, you know, do what they do with um, Wishmaster, where they have other Leprechauns at one point interacting with each other. Uh, if you ever saw Leprechaun, or not, uh, Wishmaster 4, uh, the Wishmaster falls in love with this girl. And this other other Wishmaster demons are like, no, man, you should kill her. He's like, but I love her. I can't do that. And it's, it's really fucking weird. <laughs> but I would love that. I, I want him I want him to fall in love with Jen Faniston and be like, oh, no. You're short well, not even Jen Faniston. Like, what would be the ideal partner for the Leprechaun? Obviously, they need to love gold. Rainbows. Hmm. 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 Corned beef. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, that's just everybody. Actually, I would love to see a crossover with Chucky. <laughs> just, she's... Cause, she's like, the, she's the, the a back... shoe salesman there we go that's it Ooh, ooh. the co- like what, what about the little elves from that, that the cobbler story the cobbler and the elves oh the... yeah man oh dude I, or i would love a parody where he has to go and fight the cobbler elves <laughs> it's just a romantic like... comedy the whole way through except occasionally it's kind of interspaced with um you know him like oh i'm running late because this guy's being a dick i'm gonna go ahead and kill this guy and then i'll be ready for the date and that sort of thing so yep oh dude or you know chucky crossover where tiffany falls in love with him with uh, Leprechaun. Leprechaun appreciates her. He has gold. He dresses nicely. And part of the whole thing, and you know, basically part of the whole thing with Chucky's side story is that uh, Tiffany thinks that, um, is it, you know, she's like, she's like uh, Harley Quinn to his Joker where he just abuses her and treats her like shit. So, you know, she finds a, uh, a nice upstanding Leprechaun who loves her and has magical powers. Great. Mm-hmm. Done. It'll be called the gold of Chucky. I don't know. Uh, Child's <laughs> let's, let's play. I don't know. Let's play the host host Twitch channel. If that's what it'll be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, 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 that, I, that's what they should do. I think they should lean into it. Well, let's see who owns the rights to Chucky right now. So I know Don Mancini and them are doing the TV series. That's that's on Sci-Fi. They both own by Sci-Fi. Holy shit! Yes. Crossover. Oh shit! Crossover. I actually yes. could see them doing that. That would be. That, I would love to see that. Well, because I think the, the the comedic gold between them of his limerking and then just. Uh, Chucky just being like, shut the fuck up, you know, like, just being like an asshole. Because, like, that Chucky is such, like, you know, like, a snarky, like, pop culture, like, you know, dropping one-liners all over the place. I feel like that, like, with a limerick kind of, like, creature who, like, you know, again, doesn't quite understand what iPhones and shit are, would be a really funny contrast. Uh, and also the fact that Chucky will try to stab him and he'll, like, you know, magic shit out of there. And Chucky will be like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> you know, like, he can, like, he can grant wishes, you know, like, because Chucky wants a body, right? Oh, my God, this is the great... This is a great thing. Chucky wants the gold, so he's trying to exploit the um, leprechaun to get him to become a real person again, right? That's his entire thing is he has to kill the people um, or take the souls of people who, who he exposed himself to to become a real person again. So that's that's the play back and forth right there. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. Leps versus it. Chucky. Sci-fi, make it happen. Make it happen, make it happen sci-fi. Sci-fi. You know what? Make it a three. Make it a threesome crossover. Get uh, Make the, the humans involved in this scenario. Make it the bring it on cheer or die people. Boom. Ooh, Yes. Boom. Done. <laughs> Done. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, sounds good. Well, I'll be waiting for the commission checks for them. Uh, but yeah. yeah, any other final thoughts on... Ch- uh, I was about to say Chucky. No, Leprechaun Returns. We've gone again. from Leprechaun Origins to Chucky. <laughs> I, I, again, I, I just can't... Like, I, I know this this movie has some pretty negative things. I think a lot of people are really afraid. Not afraid, but, you know, turned off because it's not Warwick Davis. But really, I think, give it a chance. I think it is yeah. my favorite one other than the first so I, I again I've seen them all. I think that I think that the different actor you know you have, you get you'll get used to them after a little bit. But I think honestly one and two or sorry one in this I think are really all the kind of really need. <laughs> I think uh, I would love to see this continue because I think it's that good of a start. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a very fun movie. Again, it's also good to I mean this one's a little bit more gory than Cheer or Die because we recommended Cheer or Die. Brandon on Cheer or Die is kind of like a you know, preteen horror movie, maybe, you know, you're a, I don't know, 10 or 11 year old boy or girl who is interested in getting into horror, but you're not really 100% there just yet. Um, that is a good say. Bring on Chair Die is kind of a good segue into horror movies. Uh, this one is definitely a little bit more extreme with the gore, but at the same time, it is very lighthearted the whole way through. So I, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I, know, but, I understand. It, it, it's maybe but, a little bit more severe. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a little bit more violent, but it is it is a fun horror movie. So was was this rated R? Um, I definitely. I'm sure. I'm assuming it was. Let's see. Well, because I'm wondering because uh, Cheer or Die was. Remember, there's remember like all the kills were like not bloody and stuff. So I was wondering. Oh, if it's maybe, definitely R. Yeah, it's R. It is mm-hmm. okay. And then Cheer or Die was PG-13, right? So that, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking about when you mentioned that, I'm like, wait, 
this had this had a lot more blood than Chirudai did. Why why was Chirudai so uh, bloodless? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, this is rated R, which yep. interesting. Huh. Cool. All right. Good stuff. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, in terms of what we got coming down the pipeline, Evil Dead Rise is coming out in roughly a month. We are going to be kicking off our Evil Dead Athon uh, for basically the entirety of April. Uh, so the very first episode, we will be going ahead and doing Evil Dead 1 and 2 because those movies are kind of lumped together. Uh, then we'll be going to Army of Darkness and then the Evil Dead remake, finally closing off with Evil Dead Rise, which will release a few days after the movie comes out, after we record, everything like that. Um, both Andrew and I have seen the Evil Dead series probably multiple times at this point. I don't, I don't know how many times you've seen all of the oh, movies, oh, but for me... Many, many times, yeah. Yeah, many, many times. I army of darkness i've probably seen a dozen times <laughs> i mean literally like it is how we got the namesake for our podcast primitive screwheads talk horror movies uh so definitely uh check that out uh we'll be giving our thoughts on that front as well uh but yeah we got a lot of good stuff coming down the pipeline uh once again we are active on social media instagram and facebook unfortunately we don't have twitter maybe we should get on that i don't know i think i mentioned this before but i'm banned from twitter and, like, this was before the whole Elon thing as well. I don't know why. I was banned, and there was no support team that ever got back to me as to why. Uh, but anyway, go ahead and send us messages if you are requesting any episodes. We we, we have done episodes for fans in the past. Uh, Blood for Dracula, Fresh for Frankenstein was one of them. Um, and that was fantastic experience. Thank you again for that. That definitely was an experience. Um, but, yeah, let us know if there's anything you would like to listen to, hear, see, that sort of thing. Um, thank you so much to our opening theme song that is Teddy's Atlas with the song Horror Movie Story you can get that off the album Children of the Corn they are good good Canadian boys Uh, anything else coming on up Andrew we need to be aware of or we need to tell people about I mean the newest novel in the Alien uh, series uh, Enemy of My Enemy just came out pretty recently it's it's the third so they they recently kind of did a trilogy um, that's I guess slightly related um, I forget what it's called. Some Colony Wars, um, the other one which wasn't very good, and then this one. And I think that uh, and I'm not gonna lie, not loving it. it. It hopped right in there. So anybody who just wants some standard alien kind of outbreak thing, go for it. I think that the plot's lacking a little bit, but you know, it's the there. Uh, I got the audiobook of this one because again, I wasn't really super thrilled about this one, and it's you know the, the, the reader's good. So you know, check check it out if you're interested. But good, good, good. That's all I got. <laughs> they just announced that uh, Jordan Peele's fourth movie is currently filming, and they are setting it for Christmas 2024. Oh, wait. What's, 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 what do we know about this one? Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, that, that's literally all the information there is. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I'd heard something about this one, because it's going to be a different genre, right? It's not going to uh, be... I, I don't know, honestly. Uh, yeah, there's my, my... zero information, nothing about there. Maybe it'll be a nice little Christmas Hallmark movie. We'll see. Uh, it's coming out a week after Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Oh, what? Fuck yeah. Yeah. I actually saw um, the, I, I watched the first Sonic movie again. I, I, saw it, I saw it when it came out. And as someone who is fully hopping on the bandwagon of just like how horrible it looked beforehand, damn, those movies are good. They, they're they so are good. So, they're so good. They really um, are. Like, I, the fact that those movies are amazing is insane. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's, yeah, I really, really enjoyed both of those. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So, that's that. Other than that, uh, thank you all so much for listening. Um, have a wonderful day. Once again, stay tuned for the Evil Dead Athon that we have coming on up. And above all, stay groovy. Bye.